AutoZone.com. Well, if you're a football fan of this state, you know about the Cardinals, but you also know about the Sun Devils. Uh, officially, the university said they would relinquish his duties, that being Herm Edwards, which is meaningless. It means he's been fired after uh, an abysmal loss to Eastern Michigan. Mutually agreed upon. Departing my rock was the term. Mutually agreed upon. That's such BS. I think uh, it is. Like, come <laughs> on. Hode Rubino, Devil's Eye, just joins us now on the right to the guest line here on Fox Sports 910. Hode, um, when did you hear this, and uh, were you surprised? Yeah, so thanks for having me, guys. I just wasn't sure if I was talking to uh, two lawyers or two uh, sports disc jockeys, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I did. I, I did hear uh, from a couple of people that uh, were either present or knew people that were present in that team meeting, which was attended both by Herm Edwards and and, and Sean Aguano, and uh, basically in terms of the timing. Let's put it this way. I'm not surprised that Herm Edwards is no longer is not going to be the coach in 2023. That's something I said for a while back, whether he was going to resign gracefully at the end of the season or the NCAA findings really forced him out. That was really the two scenarios. There was not a third scenario out there, at least not in my opinion. So that part in and itself is not really surprising. Maybe I thought ASU was going to wait until the bye week, uh, even though they got a murder's row of a schedule uh, to open Pac-12 play. All three uh, opponents coming up all ranked in the top 25 this week. So uh, maybe you, you would give him just uh, give really the interim coach more than anything, just that bye week uh, to ensure somewhat of a smooth transition. But uh, let's face it, guys, I don't know if you were at the game on Saturday or saw it on TV. It was pitiful. It wasn't just that you lost to a MAC team. But the fact that we absolutely manhandled on both sides of the line of scrimmage, it was flat-out embarrassing. It's almost as if nobody on that coaching staff even watched game film of, of Eastern Michigan from this season. So uh, I think uh, that was definitely the last straw in what has been a very tumultuous uh, Herm Edwards tenure, to say the least. Hode, I was surprised that uh, the interim is Sean Aguano, who, uh, someone who has no experience at, at this level other than being you know, the running backs coach, assistant coach there. I mean, of course, had a lot of success at Chandler, but I was just surprised sure. that, you didn't, that they didn't – is it a financial thing, or what do you think makes why, – why he got the guy – why he got the nod? Well, I think one thing that maybe not enough people are really talking about is that why would you put in place somebody who's a quote-unquote Herm Edwards guy, like okay. a Marvin Lewis, like 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 a uh, Brian Billick, uh, for, you know, for example, Donnie Henderson? That's another one. Uh, if you want to make a change, then then really then really make a change. Now, look, it's it's definitely hard to be a position coach and not a coordinator being elevated uh, right now to an interim head coach. And even though you do have that interim tag. Uh, now you uh, become somebody who is reporting to Glenn Thomas, the offensive coordinator, to not to not being his boss. And you know, Donnie Anderson, a, a grizzled veteran uh, that, that that's been in you know in the coaching business probably since the Nixon era. Uh, you know, I mean, how how exactly do you have uh, you know relate uh, in, on that uh, parameter, so to speak? So uh, maybe in that in that sense, it is a surprise. But again, I really thought that if Ace is going to make a change, then make a change. And to have somebody who's really closely tied up to Herm Edwards, 
uh, really would not make sense. Sean Aguano made it uh, perfectly clear in his first uh, press conference today as interim head coach that he's receiving all the support in the world from those, like I said, quote-unquote, from the Herm Edwards guys. Uh, you just hope that that's really going to be a productive business relationship from here on out. But I, I really wasn't shocked. I, I knew that if they are going to make any kind of hire from within, whether it be the interim head coach, maybe even the head coach uh, on a permanent basis in 2023, that if you're going to hire from, win, from within, uh, Sean Aguano was way, way up uh, on that list, at least in my opinion. Well, and Sean, also, the, the recruiting prowess he's had uh, personally and being the connection as the Arizona coach, for, as Rock mentioned, for so many years at Chandler, uh, being dialed in with his running backs and, and all the above hold, I think is maybe another another piece that, that a lot of people are discussing. My question to you is now, okay, now uh, the vetting starts with the potential candidates that are out there because uh, speaking of recruiting, you got to quelch that for all the recruits that are on board that say, okay, Herm's gone. The strategy for moving forward, do they hire an agency? Do they have a short list? Uh, because that's vitally important to get that done sooner rather than later. Yeah, but I think that ASU is probably in a pretty good spot, you know, like a team like Nebraska, that they can really get a head start on that Rolodex, so to speak, and they don't have to wait until Thanksgiving weekend or sometime in December to, to, actually, to actually make that call. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of loose ends to tie anytime you do make, make, make a change at head coach. Ray Anderson, ASU's athletic director, said yesterday that Sean Iguano is definitely going to get a fair shot at, 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 at that position. Now, is that uh, lip service? Is that something that actually has some substance behind it? I guess, I guess we'll find out in, in, in the months to come. But, uh, but I, guess, I think overall that, uh, that ASU just making the move right now in September versus November, I think uh, they definitely have a good, a good head start uh, on, on that coaching search. And I don't know if there'll be like an agency involved that wouldn't rule it out. But I think Ray Anderson, and more importantly, University President Dr. Michael Crow, is uh, is going to be very, very involved in, in that in that decision process. And you know, when it comes to recruiting, I mean, look, it's not a, it's not that you want to have a recruiting class that's going to have maybe three high school uh, guys and maybe two other junior college transfers. But uh, I I've, I've said even going back to last year, ASU just because it's NCAA investigation cloud still uh, hovering around uh, above them. I'm sorry. Uh, they're going to still going to go heavy on, on the transfer portal. And when you really have the mean, mean and potatoes of recruiting class coming from those ranks rather than high school slash junior college, I don't think a transition in head coach is really as significant as people think it would be. Hode, I'm just curious if you happen to see a video that circulated somewhat last night and it was Anderson and Crow standing in the end zone as Herm was yeah. headed toward the tunnel. Did you see that video? I, I did see that video, and, and I think uh, – I'm not saying they didn't have any significance okay. in the uh, events, events that took place, but it is actually a standard operating procedure, for lack of a better term, because that is something that I've seen numerous, numerous times, uh, not, not only with uh, Herm Edwards, but even with uh, Todd Graham back in the day that uh, he does uh, come and address uh, both Crow and Anderson uh, the minute he, he exits the field. Um, I can imagine that uh, it was uh, maybe kind of a, a, a tense conversation. Uh, Herm Edwards trying, trying to find his best uh, really to plead his case. Um, you know, and then I think maybe the decision was uh, definitely percolating if nothing else. Uh, what's probably that conversation uh, took place and really maybe with how the game unfolded. A lot of people are asking me, do you think it's really Ray Anderson that made the call 
more than more than Michael Crow, just because of the close close relationship that Ray Anderson has uh, with Herm Edwards. Needless to say, he is the number one reason why uh, Herm Edwards was hired uh, some five years ago. I, I think there's definitely some 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 truth to that. Maybe Anderson was willing to wait a little bit, but uh, but I, I I really think it's uh, more than reasonable to assume that um, Michael Crow really wanted to make a change uh, right here and right then. Again, guys, there's just really no way to overstate that embarrassment that was Saturday night mm-hmm. in front of the stadium. Finishing up with Hode Rubino, DevilDigest.com. You can always follow him on Twitter. It's real easy, at Devil's Digest. So who will be making this next hire? Do you expect Anderson still being around, still be around to make the hire? That is an absolutely excellent question because it's hard for me to imagine that once the NCAA notice of allegation comes out, and it's anybody's guess, okay? But, you know, some people said, oh, it's going to be done by August for sure, and that obviously didn't happen. Uh, some people it's going to be, think it's going to be 2024. I, I wouldn't go that far, no pun intended. But <laughs> I think that once the notice of allegation does come out, it really would be hard for me to see Michael Crow just retain Ray Anderson as, as, as if nothing happened. I mean, Ray Anderson and Herm Edwards are, are really tied forever when it comes to this, when it comes to the ASU head, head coaching position. So if I'm making a prediction right now, and something that went on record before, I kind of doubt that Ray Anderson is going to be at ASU in 2024. So does that make it really hard to hire a quality candidate outside of ASU? Emphasis on outside of ASU? Absolutely. Because one thing head coaches hate the most in college is that they get hired by an athletic director that a year or two into their tenure is gone. And now you have to impress your, um, impress your new boss all over again. And, you know, some head coaches are really not interested in, in, in going through that exercise. So that's why I think it makes the, the job search very, very challenging for Arizona State. I asked Ray Anderson flat out, you know, without mentioning the elephant in the room, the NCAA investigation, do you think this job search is going to be much more challenging than it was five years ago? And it, 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 he, said, he said it was it was was not going to be. Now, on the one hand, you know, him recruiting Herm Edwards uh, really was a piece of cake. I think that's really overstating the obvious. But, but but nonetheless, I think there's definitely some challenges that do await Arizona State with the tenuous job security of uh, of, of Ray Anderson. So uh, it, it's really anybody's guess Ray, I, if Ray Anderson can make a quality hire with the situation being as it is, or do you just go the hire from within route, which really is not going to matter all that much if Ray Anderson is uh, no longer going to be athletic director in a year or two even. So uh, that's really the predicament that, that, that our Arizona State faces. I mean, look, it's, it's all nice and dandy that he got national media from coast to coast uh, putting a, a very a glitzy and impressive name of uh, head, head coaching candidates for Arizona State. But I have yet to see one, one national media pundit out there talk about the situation with Ray Anderson and his future uh, as, as a athletic director. That is beyond a significant element in this whole job, uh, job search. It's never quiet there in Tempe, is it, with the Sun Devil athletic program? Always, always something university. You know what? Yeah, but it's either <laughs> bas- something university. Yep, something it could be basketball, it could be baseball, right? Football, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm excited st- about basketball. 
Basketball. All right. Well, we, well, let's let's get through the football season. Right? Yeah, really. Please, <laughs> please get Doc's <laughs> over the third week. Man. Yeah, Jeez. that's Hode Rubino. Talking to Tucson right now, right? Yo, hey, check him out. Go to DevilsDigest.com. Speaking of former Sun Devils, Rudy Carpenter will join us next. We'll get his take on on her and words out and Tempe, as well as his thoughts on uh, Kyler Murray yesterday and the Cardinals come back from uh, come back win over the Raiders. That's all coming up from CAZ Sports Bar. It's Fox Sports 910.